Hi guys, welcome to Project Sweet Loud Untamed Tarts, or as we know it, Project Slut. 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 I'm a slut. Project Slut, the show that educates and entertains all things sex in an inclusive and positive way. Let's put power back into being a slut and fight back slut shaming with your host, Lavi. Guys, why do you sound so mad at everyone? I'm not mad. I'm just excited. Can you say hello to say people? Can you say hello like you mean it? Hi everyone. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long week. As you can tell, Montana is back. (laughs) Crazy, (laughs) crazy mon, crazy mon. We're going to talk about kink today. Ooh, exciting. Can you give me some more enthusiasm, please? I'm so excited to talk about kink today. And This was your episode. This was yeah. you and there's just no enthusiasm right now. I'm just trying not to say the wrong things because... We are talking about kink today. Are you excited? I actually am. Yeah, I'm excited for people to like see this other side of me that's quite personal. They don't share that oh. often. So, TMI ready. TMI ready. What did you think of um, the first part of the kink series with Mistress Mercy? I loved it. I thought it was really exciting and I could not stop listening to it. It was amazing. That's good. I'm really excited to now start hearing about your kink journey. I know. It's very personal, very open book. So I'm excited for all of our listeners to see a different kind of more personal side of me so things i'm into let's just start how Mm -hmm. did you get into kink like what was the situation around the first time you were introduced to kink what was it um so it was probably a few years ago um so one of my friends you know was quite in the kink scene and things like that and he kind of introduced me to you know the whole kind of submissive side of kink and at that time I was like super new and didn't really know what it was and yeah it turns out I loved it and here we are talking about it what were the kind of what were the first kink things that you were introduced to that you found enjoyable so probably the first one obviously being a submissive so you know like someone who is like inclined ready you know to like submit with the authority of the dominant as you might say um second would probably be like the orgasm control oh yeah like edge play yeah yeah so that was like pretty exciting so i guess having your partner take control of like when you would orgasm and you know when you'd be able to like come essentially so hot yeah it actually is big fun and you'd get us to a lot of trouble if you came without their permission Ooh, love that yes so you've talked about being a sub and you enjoyed that in that time when you were first introduced to kink and you've mentioned before that you do some like dumb stuff in your life and you love doing it Mm -hmm. how does that work for you because does that mean you're a switch yeah so i would say my dominant side is like my alter ego okay as you might say so I didn't think that I would be able to be a switch. So be able to go from being, you know, like someone who does what they're told to being the person in control, like giving the demand and things like that. So 
yeah, I do a little bit of like Dom stuff and I'm still quite new to it, but I get a big kick out of it and it's really fun. How does it feel to be a switch? Like, does it have a different effect on you depending on what you're doing? Do you experience that play differently being a Dom and being a sub? Yeah. So being a sub and being a Dom are like two very different like things. So you know, if you are a switch and you can switch between, you know, being a submissive and like a dominant, it's like pretty high up there. And I take my hat off to you because it's pretty fucking hard. <laughs> it's not easy. So do you have a preference to which one you like to do more? Um, when I'm in a relationship with someone, I tend to go towards more of the submissive side of things. Um, I do quite enjoy I guess like the service side that comes with being a sub so like doing washing and ironing and like doing dishes and things like that for that person damn can you be my sub (laughs) I mean it's yeah like it's been a long time since I have been in that like submissive headspace where I've like had to you know trust someone and things like that so more so when I'm not in a relationship I tend to kind of go towards like my dominant side which is my alter ego, which is, yeah, love it. Okay, so what are some of the different kinks that you've tried, that you've dabbled in, some of the experiences you've had on them? So I've done quite a few in my life. So one that I do quite enjoy is wax play. So obviously using like a special like Japanese candle. You wouldn't just use like normal wax because it will burn your skin. And it'll be really hard to get out of your sheets. So I've done a bit of that, which is a lot of fun. The experience with wax play is having the hot wax, you know, dripping on your skin, like not burning, but obviously kind of like, oh, like a little bit of pain is, is, you know, nice. And I quite enjoy that kind of stuff. So yeah, don't mind some wax play. Also a little bit of humiliation and degrading that's a lot of fun what kind of humiliation and degrading have you partaken in quite a bit so you might think humiliation and degrading is like a nasty term but when it's in like using a bedroom setting it's you know quite a turn on and something that i enjoy so words like whore slut um fuck doll fucked away that kind of stuff gets thrown around a lot and it's just kind of more like the bedroom setting and it suits it so also got a little bit of so like impact play so use of like whips and chains paddles like nipple clamps all that kind of stuff um that's like a lot of fun because you know like a bit of pain is your pain tolerance different in the bedroom compared to in real life oh yeah 100 percent. like how, how does that differ can you kind of explain that in your way because there are, will be people out there who wouldn't understand that I guess it kind of comes down to like that alter ego side again where I'm comfortable with this person and you know like use of like paddles and whips and things like impact is something that you know does arouse me with the right person so Mm -hmm. I can kind of like allow myself to you know be open and things like that but in my normal life you know going to the doctor and getting like blood taken out or needles I'm like uh, like I'm such a sook. Well, so. yeah, that makes sense. I mean, when I'm with a partner, like you said, when you're with that person you can trust, mm-hmm. p- 
pain or them inflicting something like that or being rough with you is kind of just like another sensation and because mm. it's coming because it because it's coming out of like love and affection it doesn't feel painful like you said like going to the doctors and getting needles yeah something it's it, it's so different so probably last one i would maybe say is a bit of sadist and masochist okay so what is sadist and mac massa mac Masochist. Masochist. So, a sadist is someone who receives and a masochist is someone who gives. So, gives the pain, essentially. And so, which one, which side are you on? Depends. So, with particular people, I could be more so like the receiver, but other times, you know, I'm someone that quite enjoys like giving that person like, you know, impact and pain and things like that let's take a short break do you want to tell everyone what just happened (laughs) (laughs) so um Lavinia was opening something and she's like yeah I'm just opening this with some camagra like gel right now and I was like oh yeah I tried that before and she was like, oh, it's only meant to be for guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, fuck me. Like, I was told by a friend that it would work for me and it didn't and it was burning as shit. So did this Camargo give you a good boner? No. I actually felt like I had crabs. It was stinging and it was hot. <laughs> this is a Montana moment. So, yeah, Camargo is not female approved. So don't do what I did. <laughs> So now we're moving on to fetish. Woohoo! Woo! So that's love me some fetish. Yes, a bit of fetish, bit of this, bit of that. Um, So what would you say like fetish is? Back when I was a youngin, and we were doing sexology, the way we were taught what fetish versus kink was, fetish was something that you had to have in order to gain sexual pleasure, whereas a kink was more. It's something that you enjoyed, but not necessary in order to achieve orgasm. So, for example, necrophilia is the, you know, fetish for having sex with dead bodies, essentially. Hot. (laughs) And so a lot of those people can only achieve orgasm by doing that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Whereas some people might enjoy choking as a kink, but it's not something that you have to have in order to get off. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's the kind of way that we were taught the difference between fetish and kinks. Obviously, a lot of those intertwine with each other. Like a kink can be a fetish and a fetish can be a kink. Uh, A lot of us will have a lot of kinks. A lot of people, like you said, you listed like a billion just then. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of really common fetishes. And I'm so glad you did your homework. And so much homework. You did so much homework. (laughs) You're such a good girl. Uh, let's go through some of the ones that you had listed and found were some of the most common ones. Mm-hmm. So the first one is, sorry if I say this wrong, voyeurism. No, you said that right. Voyeurism. Amazing. So a sexual arousal from observing others during sexual acts. So like a watcher. Now, it's so funny Observer. because I, would you... Would you have voyeuristic kinks? Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, I, like, quite enjoy, like, seeing other people, you know, get it on. 
So yeah. I think it's like a bit of a magic thing going. So I enjoy watching. It's like 60% of my hedo. <laughs> Mm. next uh second one is I, I didn't use the actual term for this but i just put foot fetish so having a sexual attraction to feet and toes by either sucking kissing nibbling or like worshiping <laughs> i mean do we need to talk about that one or no. we can go move on go on to the next one okay go on to the next one anastomphilia anastomphilia anastomophilia stemophilia anastomophilia an attraction to taller or shorter partners. <laughs> what? Hey, th- what? that's a thing. They what? came up with the most common fetishes. This is weird. It's. I can kind of see though how someone could be attracted to someone either like taller or like shorter. I get than the them. attraction, but I is this is that just just not your what your type is? Is that not what that is? I don't know, but I, I don't mean, know. Should I, not should I grade this homework pretty badly? Don't grade it badly. I worked very hard on it. <laughs> All right, so I'll go to your next one is golden showers. So pee showers. When someone gets sexually aroused by another person peeing on them, we talked a lot about that with Mistress Mercy. Hmm. It was quite common. She said it is quite common, and I think a lot of people still have this like kind of confusion, like oh, peeing on someone, like yuck, that's disgusting. Well, it's not. Have you engaged in a golden shower, Montana? Yeah, I've done a few. Oh, yeah. Done a few? Mm-hmm. As in you've been peed on or have you been the Pierre? I've been the Pierre. Like I, Pierre. I would not let someone come near me and pee on me. <laughs> Why? You just Because uh, I'm not... It's just not my thing. Like, I just don't... I wouldn't want that to happen to me. Fair. Yeah. Fair call. Not my thing. <laughs> All right. Go to the next one. Um, s- somnophilia. Good. Which is a desire to have a sexual encounter with someone while they're asleep. Ooh. See, I like that. I like that too. I've actually spoken to like a previous partner about like doing like a scene like that where I'm like half asleep or like asleep and he just comes and rails me. Like to me, that is like a fat vibe and I'm so down for that. Um, other one is objectophilia where individuals describe experiencing emotional and romantic feelings towards inanimate objects or structures examples could be a car bridge or statue have you seen lunatics no i have not yeah so this guy has objectophilia and he has it for a cash register jesus (laughs) well it's a thing like i mean people have sexual arousal to inanimate objects I actually did read somewhere on Facebook there was this guy who, like, fell in love with this... um, It was, like, in America. Of course, it was in America. And he had, like, this romantic, like, attraction to, like, a roller coaster. And I think he wanted to marry it. And Oh, I think I've seen that one too. Yeah, I think it was, like, all over, like, the internet. I'm pretty sure it was, like, a roller coaster, I think. But I thought that was pretty funny. And the the last one you've got on here is misophilia pathological attraction to dirt or filth often with a desire to be unclean or in contact with dirty objects that's just nasty i have seen a few videos online what videos have you watched online montana well i didn't like i didn't go in and search it or anything but when i was on Pornhub this one time having a bit of a look at some things i remember like seeing something because you know when like on on Pornhub, like they kind of start playing the video, then they stop playing the video. Yeah, when you're browsing. Yeah, 
and I just saw like this girl just have like dirt and she was just like putting it all over her naked body and then I think like that kind of phrase came up and I was like what the fuck is that and I was like okay whatever you're into hun that just like I'm not judging I just don't understand some certain kings I, I can mean, see yeah. the appeal like you know I I mean I'm not into golden showers but I can see the appeal why some people would be into that rubbing dirt on myself and then some guy jerking himself off don't really understand that yeah it's a little bit um of a brain puzzle that one so what kinks have you done so i've been with quite vanilla partners i'd like to say but what i have a bit of what i have enjoyed has been a bit of dom sub i feel like i'm quite submissive although i really really want to be dommy I love when I look at you and you're being like all bad bitch and like you're taking control of the scene. And I really want to be like that. But because I'm like five foot three, they just think I'm cute and adorable. And it's just like, it just is such a mood killer when they're like, when you're trying to be like, hold them down and be like, no, I'm fucking you now. And then they're like, oh, look at you. You're so cute. And it just, it just ruins the mood. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I am quite bratty though. And I have been bratty to you before. Oh my God. Yes. She is the brat of all brats. I don't like being told what to do. Do you want to tell people what a brat is? Yes. So a brat is essentially someone who doesn't listen to like <laughs> what they're told, does not take direction and just does what the fuck they want. And their dominant gets really pissed off because they're not listening. <laughs> I mean, so New Year's Eve, we had, we went to a party and <laughs> she wanted me to collar her. So I did. And the whole night she what was is, trying to get away. Do you want to tell away. people what collaring is? So collaring is essentially putting obviously a collar around someone to let that person know that you are that like you are the boss and like you are in control. You have we, the were power. Just doing it. we were just doing it for a bit of fun. It was a bit of fun, but I mean, I took took it a bit more seriously <laughs> because if I'm collaring someone, like they need to do what the fuck they're told. And you did not do that. You wanted nope. to run around and. I remember, like, grabbing – I grabbed the leash so tight that there was hardly any, like, room for you to move. And you were like <laughs> – these people were, like, hurting her. And I was like, no, she's fucking fine. <laughs> when you say just it being like, a brat. When you say it like that, I was running around and I'm just on my leash. like You were. And then you just was. took it from me one time. And I was like, what are you doing? And you're like – I'm walking to, myself now. To, you literally said that to me. And I was like, fucking do what you want. Do what you want. I mean, I don't know if I'd like to be collared in a bedroom sense, but being collared by you at a party was pretty fun. That's definitely something I'm looking forward to doing again. <laughs> if you will have me, of course. Yeah, I didn't play that one by you. <laughs> That's all we have time for today. I hope you enjoyed tuning into Project Slut. Stay safe, stay whorish, and we'll see you soon.